let's go. Let's go! <laughs> what is up, everybody? How you doing? <clears throat> Happy Monday. No, they just hear my like awkward breathing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Plastic on your head, just no, wobbling great. around. It's great. No, it was good. It was, it was great. It's the content they've come here for. Clipped, gift, everything. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to another week of Camp Social Distance here at. I love you. Wow. wow. I what's, love all of you. What's happening? Why are you in a good mood? Because <laughs> <laughs> the hype train is incoming. Hype train uh, is incoming. What does it say about Shit. us when we're like, why are you in a good fucking mood? Get you? out of here. <laughs> are you happy right I've now? Are you happy? I've, oh, I've, I've, I've hit rock bottom and all we can do is go off. <laughs> oh. Okay. Now I feel bad. <laughs> okay. You want to get deep? I'm crawling out of my slumber. We're already there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy because I can't get sadder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can relate to that. Okay. See, yeah. we are the same family. I love you, too. Yeah. I uh, hope you all had a fantastic 4th of July weekend, whatever that means to you. Whatever that means. Uh, there were a shitload of fireworks in L.A., and I heard none of them. Yeah, oh, I went our, to sleep early. Our unit is yeah. so quiet. Like, yeah. That because there's none in this neighborhood. Uh, it was popping off in It was crazy. I saw the, the, the helicopter footage, and I was like, man, people did a really good job of not shooting off fireworks. And mm. I saw that video, and I was like, Never mind. No, nope. uh, we woke up with the worst air quality we've had since in the, the world. Beginning. My dog yeah. was pissed. <laughs> oh, it was pretty man. cool. I went to uh, I went to my buddies. I was gonna go. We were gonna do a little get together with uh, the people that I've you know I live with and like one friend. Uh, but we still don't have AC, so we went to his place in Silver Lake, and he had a really cool deck. Uh, but we could see like it was funny because like Silver Lake and like East Los Angeles, kind of like the more like trendy, nice neighborhoods. There were no fireworks, but you could see off into the valley, like mm-hmm. down into the valley where we live, and it was just crazy. And there was all of this like like smoke just slowly it creeping was. its way in. <laughs> oh, it was insane. Well, when the next day, Malika and I went out to run some errands, next day being, I guess, was that yesterday? Yes. Uh, <laughs> we went out, oh, to pick up our food. Oh, the food was so And on the way back, I was like, is, that a, is there a fire? Yeah. yeah, you know, because the sky was so yeah, like the smoke hung in the air for almost twenty four hours later, mm-hmm. and we thought that maybe there was a fire, but it was just pollution yeah. from the night before. It was really mm-hmm. actually kind of sad. Yeah, I think someone actually took that clip, that uh, helicopter footage from LA, and put the Vangelis score over it. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, people weren't supposed to be doing that, and on Sunday we had broke another record for most cases in a new day of. Uh, we started out so. So strong here in California. Los Angeles. Yeah. I was LA proud of you. I had whole like speeches oh about how God. proud I was to be an Angelino and, and how great we were doing. That ship to shit real quick. I was like, we were all so good. We were so responsible. Yeah. And then you got fucking bored. No. Oh, bored. The Wee. theaters are closed. Like I said, I feel uh. like I, you know, I just can't go any lower than this. So you know, I'm just trying to. <laughs> You know, maybe if you fake it, like you make it. Like it's worse now. It's crazy. We've been doing this for how long? And Four the feeling, now, the feeling when this all started is like, man, this is fucking nuts. We like we're in the, the middle window, of a pandemic. No cars. We're like, you man, look outside the window, it. and and it's just a dead interstate, and nothing's going on. And now it's the worst it's 
been in Los Angeles. The worst it's been since all this started. And it's like nothing is fucking happening. You look yeah. at the way it's just traffic backed up forever. People outside all over the place hanging out. It's just like nothing. It's fucking wild. It's just fucking wild. And the overall feeling is different. It's like, oh, yeah. it was a pandemic back then. Now it's like, ah, fuck it. Uh, we're all going to get virus nah, anyway. Fuck it. Ah, fuck it. Whatever. <sighs> we yeah, have such it's, bad leadership. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very, very frustrating. I will say, though, I, I feel like I've been pretty lucky for the most part that if I do go anywhere, um, people are very still, like, conscious of, like, keeping six feet apart, wearing masks. I, yeah. I was walking around Pasadena yesterday with Emily, and we went uh, – we walked by a pizza place, and we thought, okay, we'll go. We'll do our route. We'll get in the car. We'll order it. We'll pick it up, and then we'll go. We turned a corner – and there was outdoor seating. And we looked and we're like, okay, how does this look? How does this look? The tables, there was only like six tables. They were like 12 feet apart. And there were four people in there. So we're like, okay, let's go in and see what the situation is like. Yeah. You had to order inside. Um, it was all marked off. And then you could sit outside uh, as long as there were tables available. So we're like, what do you think? Should we do this? Should we not do this? And I walked in and like every person who was working in there and every customer had like mask and gloves and yeah. I was like, all right, let's 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 try this out. So we picked like yeah. the most, the farthest corner table away from everybody. And then by the time we got our food, everybody left and it was just Emily and I. And we're like, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, for uh, the most part, it seems like most of the places that are open right now are... Uh, some places are taking the, the precautions seriously. Other yeah. places that we've driven by are not at all. The thing that worries me the most is how many people, like, we... When all this started and you, we rode our bike through and drove down Hollywood Boulevard, it was a dead zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just nothing. Oh, nothing. Like now, you, you could drive through L.A. like it was 4th of July, which usually there's no traffic anywhere. Now, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, we it's went by there yesterday, usual. and it was business as usual. People all over the sidewalks walking without masks. Yeah. And like Malika said, they might be tourists. But either way, it's just like fuck yeah we're fucked we walked around and people were like kind of finding ways of avoiding each other whether it was like walking into part of the street or you know crossing the street and avoiding each other so like thankfully for that but i can't even begin to imagine what it was like in in you know these hot spots that are usually filled with people for fourth of july there probably were people are all over the place and i know for me personally i feel like i've done a good job of like kind of staying away from the world and I'm, it's starting to kind of, like, get to me. But I'm like, well, I just have to, like, just get through it because, like, I, yeah. I'm not interested in getting this virus. Mm-hmm. But then I, you know, you open Twitter or Instagram and you're like, man, all these people are just fucking out doing whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Man, they really just don't care. It's wild. And then we find out that the antibodies are, you know, like, wearing off. Yep. Oh, no. I have a friend who oh, got it. no. Who got them. And he said, like, he went to go get a checkup and he only has, like, one-tenth of it. Oh no! Uh, so, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's don't know. scary, dude. Like, I ordered Malika and I some new masks that were supposed to be the best masks available on the market right now. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, some of the ones I have, I don't think are good enough, mm-hmm. and they're not thick enough. And uh, honestly, I think the decorative ones are not the best. Yeah, they're pretty thin, yeah. and I'm like, I'm starting to get real concerned because i've noticed like in just our like going out and running air and stuff like yes some people are being very careful and then other people will just like like not the, be the people who walked right behind me at target yeah <laughs> i will say like the noho target is really safe and you can't even like walk up to the counter until 
the attendant wipes everything down yeah. and you have to stand away. The Burbank Target, they are not super safe and people just get in line right behind you. Mm-hmm. And like there were people that were just like standing right behind Malika and Malika finally just like walked out into the uh into the past the checkout area and just stood there. Yeah, I was doing like this. what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like why are you no. crowding up on me and why are they letting this happen? And it's I will yeah, not shop so anywhere annoying. that doesn't have like designated They're supposed to, but they're yeah. just not enforcing it. Yeah. People are getting this is the thing and like people are just getting lazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it's like it's just like uh when I was working on the RV last week before we went on our our trip, one of our neighbors in this complex was out on his patio smoking a cigarette and talking to me while I was on the roof of the RV. And he was convinced it's a hoax. No. And he's like, I haven't met anybody with it. And I was like, well, my brother had it. And one of my friend's dads died. And another person <laughs> I know had a relative die. And so-and-so had it. And all this stuff. And he's like, no, no way. You're the first person I've talked to that actually knows somebody that has it. And I'm like, but that's the problem. Like, you're acting like it doesn't exist unless you personally know someone. Know someone. I mean, that is one of the things that's so fucked up about our country. Yeah. We don't listen to scientists. We don't listen to other people. We don't have fucking empathy for the common person unless it affects us. That's yep. the American way. Until it affects me, not my fucking problem. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, there was a, there was a, I think he's a Broadway actor. He passed away today. He was only 41. Mm-hmm. He had been in a coma for, I think, nine to 10 weeks. And in that process, because of how. You know, the, his body reacted to the virus. He had to have his leg amputated, <gasps> you know, and like he has a 10 month old son and a wife and like he just died today or yesterday. Yeah, yeah um, I saw that. And I'm just like, how are you still after four months or five months still in denial of like, that's ah, a hoax. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like the. The tens of thousands of people who have died worldwide. Yeah. Is, that, is that a hoax? I mean, it's not tens of thousands. No. No, it's, it's hundreds of it's thousands. It's hundreds yeah. of thousands. Because well, on CNN, <laughs> you know? on and, CNN and they millions have the, of people have had it. Yeah. yeah. And on, on, on the news, like, they have the chart that, like, shows you how many people have it. Like, they're not putting that up there just to, like, scare no, people. No, every – okay, the number one thing that depressed me this weekend is, uh, of course, Trump said China virus again. So it was trending on Twitter. And scrolling through the hashtag for China virus is one of the saddest I've ever been as an American. Uh, I don't do it. I understand. And I don't know why I kept looking. Why I, I love kept being doom- Chinese. Why I kept doom scrolling. But it was one of the saddest moments of being an American. It, it, it just, the people that were just spreading absolute falsehood going in one to call it the china virus as if it was an attack on our country devised by china d- r- uh, taking any responsibility away from us whatsoever while at the same time acting like it's not a big deal at all the amount of people using that hashtag that were making claims that were basically like it's just fear-mongering by the press and democrats to make trump look bad it's not actually that big of a deal i don't know anybody who's had it it's just a way to kill the economy so the democrats can take over and it's just it's it it made me so so I mean, so sad because it's yeah. not a small amount of people it's a large fucking amount of people who aren't taking this seriously and it's just exploding and 
Republicans I see now are like freaking out because they realize, oh shit, now our voters are getting sick. Yeah. And now we'll say wear masks and Republicans will wear masks, but they got to convince Trump to get on board. And so you do see senators and congressmen like now promoting you should be wearing masks and, you know, red territories, but too little too late because you've already fed them all this shit that they yeah, think that it's, it's not that big of a deal. That's not yeah. that big of a deal. And it's the damage is fucking done. Yeah, I mean, they did and that. It's they, out of control. They did that so early on back in March, April. So you're not going to convince people four months later. Why did I look up this hashtag? I hate myself. Why? No, don't. It's very sad. You know, it's, it's like you're not going to. It's very you're sad. You're not going to convince people four months later, you know, just to like save your own ass that like things are going to get better. I mean, today, today, the fucking moron tweeted that like, we will open schools in the fall. And I'm like, oh, God. He also said this would go away in a couple weeks, that there would only be five cases, that it wasn't, you know, like, like we were going to enjoy Easter in this country. And yeah, do you remember all that? Oh, yeah. And it just keeps getting worse. And I, I mean, yeah, I'm just fucking sad. The damage that this fucking idiot has done to this country is going to last generations. And now we've got QAnon supporters in the fucking Congress. Mm. I was trying to explain all this to Malika today and how fucking unprecedented this is. And this could be the end of the Republican Party if the QAnon supporters get further in the administration. Like, that's what Trump has done. Now it's not even like you even if Republicans deep down are thinking, okay, well, if Trump doesn't win and he gets out of there, maybe we can repair over the next four years, like maybe Biden won't be so bad because he's pretty much a moderate mm. and we'll be able to paint him as a bad guy and rebuild a Republican base, you know, and get all the. Fr- but now they've got QAnon supporters in Congress. Yeah. So it's like that even if Trump's out, the damage is going to be so, so yeah. fucking years of damage. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's um, I'm like I'm to be completely honest, I'm kind of terrified of the fall. Yeah. Yeah, because man. because we thought that the summer was going to give us a little bit of like a breather, mm-hmm. and that's well, the first wave's not out. Yeah, yeah. They keep talking about the second wave, and the first wave hasn't stopped. Yeah. So now I'm like, well, what the fuck is the fall? Like, are we going to be in lockdown again in the fall? And if they put us in in some in you know if they if they mandate some sort of stay at home order again, will people actually follow it this time? Or are they going to be like, nah, I've been there, done that. I'm over this shit. I'm going out. I don't know. But then, like, if business is closing, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Dude, it's, it's, it's just wild. Yeah. Uh, I saw another report today that there have been over 800 attacks on Asian Americans uh, in that. California oh, alone. I, 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 yeah. I'm just reading the stats right here. Uh, um, so, of the coronavirus-related incidents that have been reported to the AAPI, this is from the BBC, 69% con- uh, include verbal harassment, 23% include shunning, 10.3% is other. I wonder what that is. Yeah. 8.1% uh, physical assault. 6.5% coughed or spat on. And this is things towards Asian Americans. Yeah. This is people uh, harassing Asian Americans. 6.5% coughed slash spat on. 5.1% workplace discrimination. 4.3% online. 2.9% barred from establishment. That's almost 3%. Uh, 1.2% barred from transportation. Is this in California alone? Per- no, this is from... This is from the AAPI. Yeah, what's the location on this? Because I know there was a report today of over 800 uh, racist-related incidents against Asian Americans in just California. Um, and that's the kind of thing where I'm like, when you try to act like Trump saying China virus isn't racist because it came from China, it's like... 
if we lived in a different fucking world, if we happen to live in a different time and place where we have this race-baiting fucking fearmonger in the White House like wasn't there, maybe if then common sense people could realize, oh, this isn't being equated to Chinese people are bad. But because this fucking idiot is constantly, constantly, constantly riling people up on division and fucking culture warfare and race warfare, it is interpreted as. So even if you think it's not racist, enough people who support it do. do. And they act on it. And it emboldens them. And they go out of their fucking way to make asshole comments in public and do the kind of shit like Malika just read out. It's it, it, it's just absolute... Like, you can't argue this shit anymore. It, people keep taking Trump's statements out of context and be like, well, but it's he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt when he has a track record. And that track record, like his tweet this morning, is racist as shit! <laughs> it's fucking racist! You don't go after the only black driver in NASCAR and to claim that person should apologize for fucking what, you racist trash? I'm tired of this shit. I'm so fucking tired of it. And I'm tired of seeing people defend it. That's not us. We're not supposed to be that country. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's going to be weird when NASCAR has to say we don't support what the president just said. Yeah, I feel like NASCAR's gonna, like the fan base might oh get a little fractured. Oh boy! It already is. He's yeah. creating the fracture. He's creating the fracture, yeah. Um, uh, I have some updates about our channel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Guys, I'm about five steps away from buying from getting my my European passport. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <sighs> so frustrating. I Sorry. Mean, they probably won't let you in. With my check passport, they will. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, I had a good time with our community watch longs this uh-huh. weekend. You had one, right, with Hamilton? I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was my first time, Yeah, obviously my first time watching Hamilton. Oh, I knew it. Our um, chat stopped. I was like, that's weird. They're not talking. Oh, weird. I'll fix it. Um, yeah, I, I watched Hamilton. It was a really good time. We, we were kind of tossing around ideas of what we wanted to watch, but I, I kind of figured that Hamilton would be the uh, – the one that people gravitate towards the most. And, I mean, I'm glad I watched it. You know, at first I was a little bit like, oh, it's two hours and 40 minutes. Am I going to make it through this? Because I, I have somewhat of a hard time with musicals sometimes mm-hmm. because, you know, they're like very dialogue heavy and then music and then dialogue and then music. They jump around back and forth. Same. I think the thing that kept me in kind of into Hamilton was the fact that it's musical from start to finish and the music's – very well written and very catchy, yeah. Popping, and there's some yeah. amazing performances um, by and some of the cyclical, actors. And it's cyclical, so it comes back, and you're yeah. like, "Oh shoot, it has a whole new connotation yeah. now." And I really appreciate, like, I really did enjoy a lot of the stage direction and stuff. So I had a really good time. I'm, I'm glad. I, I'm glad I've watched it. Um, yeah, so it was really cool, and you know, we had some really great discussions with the community. There was a lot of people. You know, I know Tiny Chris Games was in there, and there are a few other people who were pretty knowledgeable about sort of like. Hamilton and the backstory and a lot of the characters and, and some of the books and stuff. So it was nice to just have this really great yeah. group of people giving each other facts about um, not just Hamilton the musical, but also the guy and the history. The Reynolds pamphlet, though. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It, it was great. You know, you learn you learn a few things. And obviously, some of it is, like, exaggerated for entertainment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are still some factual things in there that, 
you know, I, d I looked up a few things here and there. I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually, like, real. This was a real thing. And, yeah, like, it's one of the first American political sex scandals, mm -hmm. which was, like, very interesting. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it was great. There were some really, really good performances. I think David Diggs as Thomas Jefferson, I think, was my favorite. He was really good. Oh, he was fantastic. Oh, yeah. so much. He, like, was sassy. I loved it. And Philippa Sue, I think, is um, Elizabeth Hamilton, and she was also really yeah, good. Yeah, she was fantastic. Yeah. I mean... Everybody is so talented, yeah. triple threat acting, singing, mm. dancing, damn. Uh, I also did a watch along starting at 11 a.m. Pacific time on Sunday of Pose. Mm -hmm. I heard about it. It kept popping up on my Netflix suggested list. I watched it last week. It was so good. I realized I wanted to experience it with other people. Um, so I reached out to the community, and there was some thumpers who showed up for that. And we did three episodes, and then we're going to watch the next three or four or whatever um, this Sunday at nice. 11. So if you want to have some, uh, I think in the sub-email, I put the fierce feels. It is both fierce, fabulous, and a lot of feels. It's a great show, and it's very efficient storytelling. I feel like a closeness with all the characters. It's amazing. Can I can I hot take on uh, on Hamilton? All right. Yeah. I just I saw on Twitter somebody said – that Lin-Manuel is like Tarantino putting himself in movies. Mm. And I couldn't agree more. I, I was, um, I had that feeling when I watched it too. And I was like, you know, I'm going to keep this to myself because I'm probably the only guy who's going to feel this way. <laughs> and then you and Malika were watching. You're like, yeah, we kind of agree that Lin-Manuel is probably one of the weaker ones in this uh, in this production. I was like, all right, I'm not the only one who feels that way. It's he, just that everyone good, around him but is everybody so else strong. Is, yeah, is no, it's not, exactly. Yeah. It's not that he's not it, good. It it's just makes, that everybody else is incredible. It makes him being the protagonist of the story. Yeah. Hard to believe at times because all the side performers like Burr and Jackson, you know, mm. all these other characters are just outshining him at every performance yeah. to the point that I'm like, is, so this is about Hamilton? I don't, yeah. I'm more interested in this bird. I think he did an you know? incredible job writing it. Oh, the writing's really the writing's good. Really the writing's good. really good. But he, he definitely felt like that kind of Tarantino thing of like, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe somebody else should be standing with these yeah. giants right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I mean, like the actor who played Aaron Burr, I'm like, yo, Where's uh, his record? Uh, Leslie like, Odom Jr. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. this is a recording artist level singing. Yeah. This is amazing. Um, uh, yeah, they were they were so good. So yeah. Lynn manuel is and that's not, not Again, bad. not to say that yeah. he's not good. It's just like everyone else around everybody him is, is so like, fucking amazing. Why are you eyeballing me? He wants I haven't really wants, ate a proper meal today. He wants to eat whatever you're eating. Look at him. Look at him scavenger hunting. He's oh, like a bird. Pan, that panda? Like, yeah, there's panda. Malika, did you like that tweet I sent you about all the, oh, the crows attacking? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> this shit was nightmare fuel. Oh, Malika. Um, I don't know that dairy free, dude. You took a risk. Oh, Jesus. Um, we, also did go on a, we also did go on an RV trip this weekend. Yeah, we did. It was the first time all of us going together, taking out the RV. Um, it was it was really fun. Yeah. Lucas almost killed me. Yeah, he did. It was really fun. <laughs> I almost killed you. <laughs> <laughs> it, was it was your idea. You said 10 miles. Oh, yeah. Google that, said oh, 10 miles. <laughs> 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 Um, it was it was fun. I think uh, I would love to do an, uh, another one like that, but it would be great if we could do just like one day of like not having you guys gone for half the day. Yeah, we missed you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys were gone for so fucking long. Three hours. And yeah. then we ate dinner, and then it was like, all right, bedtime. I'm like, all right, I guess this guy, I guess that's a camping trip. <laughs> I'm yeah. A, I'm gonna ask a real country question, y'all. How Yeehaw. do y'all feel about fishing? 
I haven't done it since I was a kid. Really? I, I liked it. I love fishing. That was how me and my dad used to spend time together. I mean, I'm from San Diego, so there's not a whole lot of I'm know, a, fishing I'm, going I'm on. a fishing family. My little sister did her science project about fishing. Oh. So I, I have a lot more to do oh. to the RV, and I think by next trip I'll have the uh, in-RV streaming setup done. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have four cameras that we can like cut to even while we're going down the road where it's like one in the front, one looking out at the road, and then one both in the back. And we'll be able to do portable like live switching and stuff like that. I I'll should have that ready by our next when trip. when we have music. Wow. <sighs> God damn. The shade rises. I'm trying. Where <laughs> are uh, my jams? Man. It was... Um, Yo. Yeah. You, you know I'm one of those people that has a personal soundtrack going all the time, right? I mean, I, thought, I figured we all do, don't okay, we? Okay, all right. Yeah. I just get to add that. There's always a song that's like I'm always like singing them out loud, and Emily's like, why are you singing that? I'm like, Well, you, oh, you notice that about me. Am I like the first roommate that you've lived with that like just sings to themselves? What? No, I I've lived with my grandmother, my yeah. mother, my aunt. So <laughs> no, <laughs> nah. I just want like sometimes people to be hearing the same song that's in my head. I mean, head. why do you think I listen to my music so loud? Yeah, that's true. Other than I guess I want to be. Well, that was that time. Well, oh, you started watching the nun, the warrior nun, and there was that bass scene, and mm-hmm. you're like, what? Oh yeah, <laughs> I was in my bedroom. On? I'm like, Man, is that our neighbor mm-hmm. really playing this? No, song? no so it was loud. us. <laughs> New Netflix show called The Warrior Nun. It's not that good. It's mm-hmm. okay. It's just okay. It's I wanted okay. it to be a lot better, it's but it's okay. just it's just okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a fun like little overnight trip. The it was nice to just get away from civilization for a minute though mm-hmm. i was surprised we pulled in and i was like man we have this whole place to ourselves not realizing mm-hmm. that it was like a seven person campground yeah. area but it still felt very like yeah closed because off. like yeah. it, it only felt like there was a lot of people there because they all drove into the same driveway almost at the same time yeah, yeah. but then they all dispersed and they went to their own little camping areas and it was yeah. it was fine yeah it was it was totally nice and quiet the drive yeah. back though like i i'm oh my I'm, god i'm so fucking ready to get the uh stabilizers steering stabilization and sway bars installed because la roads are oh just oh my god i mean we were sitting back so there. bad it's exhausting driving that thing yeah. right now and it i i honestly like my back pain and arms and everything after i get done driving i'm just like i feel like i just got the shit kicked out of me yeah. for a couple hours yeah. and it i know how to fix it it's just gonna you know it's money and time yeah, the way there, it was a very, it was a pretty smooth ride for the most part. Yeah, and uh, but on the way back, I tried like I kept dozing off, but every every time we hit like some sort of like a speed bump or a, just like a bump in the road, oh my god, I thought the pots and pans were gonna fly out of that Dude, thing. It's just it it's crazy. so bad. Speaking LA roads of are so bad. The pots and pans flying. We do have an Amazon wish list from the RV, so if you want to mm. help sponsor the trip, you could check that out. I add some new things on there, um, some bowls for kaiju. Pennsylvania, huh? Well, cool, great. We got time. Yeah, it'll uh, be done by then. I have another announcement. We're going to Gen Con online, mm-hmm. and if you check out our event on the official Gen Con events catalog, it's called Camp Social Distance, and it is a ten candles one shot with the crew. So that's GenCon.com slash events slash. I'm gonna one, get out eight, all my seven, anxiety one, of the last two, couple eight. months on our crew. Uh, <laughs> cool. Ten candles. What the ten candles way? I'm going to survive. You interrupted me. I was just reading the event code. It's GenCon.com slash event slash 187128. Boom. 
Or look up Camp Social Distance. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to survive. Okay. To the end. Okay. Zach will kill me so hard that I'll probably die in real life. So it'll be a good time. I don't really know how it's going to work yet. I haven't thought about (laughs) it much at all. Got too many other things going on. I also I also did watch uh, or we started watching Unsolved Mysteries. Did Me you too. guys watch any? Of I it? really want to watch. Started it, it and I, I fell asleep. S- yeah, I fell asleep uh, halfway through. the first I episode. didn't. It was horrible. The first episode. Oh my god, all of them. And then I watched the fourth one with Zach. And of course, it's a story of racialized violence. And I'm like, great, I'm gonna go hide underneath my rock uh, again. We only got. Uh, we only got through the first three. Oh my so god! We... This, I started where you left off. Yeah, because we just hit play. I didn't realize you were on my account. Oh, sorry. And that episode, like the opening scene, and it's just well, like... well, you said it. You're like, oh, I a bunch of white happen. kids are yep. taking their uh, friend who's black. It was black. in Kansas City, uh, outside Kansas City in mm. Kansas, and the story starts with like he's the only black kid in town, oh, and they're going to no. a party an hour away, and I was like. I know it's going to happen. This sucks. You don't do that. These white kids are ignorant. You don't take your only black friend with you to a party an hour away in a town you've never been to. And it's super fucked up. It's exactly what, unfortunately. Are you you familiar with that area? Yes. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Yes, I know exactly where all that is. Jesus. Um, We also did watch Eurovision, which was just stupid and fun. So stupid. Uh, It's really well shot, though, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Isn't it weird? (laughs) I was like, like, damn, that looks really good. (laughs) Why did they shoot this so well? (laughs) It doesn't deserve to be. It's one of the first things I thought. I was like, why the fuck did they go all out on shooting this? (laughs) Um, I think I believe Uh, in the elves. Oh, and the elves, yeah. That shit was hilarious. I think I, I believe the them. Fuck? Yeah, they're invisible elves, and, and they'll come after you. There's so many things in that movie that happen that you're like, okay, we're not going to answer these questions. Apparently, oh, a huge part of Iceland, like a, like a substantial group of people, do believe in the elves. Yeah. Do we have any elf believers in the chat room? I'm, I bet <laughs> you one of them is watching our, our chat Yeah, right the French now. episode of Unsolved Mysteries was insane. That oh, that one was fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Which I mean, like, it's not the that episode. It's it's not an unsolved mystery, you know, in terms of like who did it. It's just it's like, like where, where the, the fuck, fuck is, is this he? asshole? Yeah, I know. It's crazy, crazy. I like that. You know, you follow up on these cases, and because it was on Netflix, though, like more information has come out. Yeah, or she said reopened. the one we watched, they reopened the case. Yeah, because no they yeah, had no. said it was closed, and I'm sure everybody was pissed off. Yeah, like what the fuck, I'm like, dude? Clearly, this is a hate crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we get a quick Eurovision review? Dumb and fun. Yeah, dumb and fun. I mean, there's not much else to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very dumb and fun. Yeah. It's if not you, bad. If you just need, like, some, if you just want some escape for, for two hours, some escapism, and you're like, I don't really care about quality, you're like, man, it's fine. It's long. I couldn't it believe how like long two, it was. Over, like, just over two hours, I think. Yeah, it felt really long. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's dumb fun. Yeah, I think dumb the fun. music is fun. Yeah. I, I kept, I kept, uh, I couldn't figure out who that was. And I realized it's Dan Stevens yeah. who plays like the antagonist character in that movie. Yeah, Zach and I were like, um, yeah, the Legion, yeah. him. Yeah, I was like, why does he look so familiar? <laughs> it was like the eye color, hair, something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had a good time. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the perfect way to just like cap off the weekend. Just like watch something stupid and then go to bed. Yeah, I should have. Man, I'm fucking tired. I need to like find some like. I'm, like, trying to find a new show to help with that kind of stress relief. Yeah. And I haven't found one in a while that... I've been watching not whole movies. I've been watching, like, my favorite parts from movies. Mm. Like, I'll go through my Plex server, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I really like this part in this movie. And I'll watch, like, 15 minutes of it, then I'll go to the next one, and then the next one, and the next one, and the next one. It's, like, greatest hits of my favorite movies. I don't know. It's weird. After watching Hamilton, though, I did fall asleep to Drunk History. <laughs> oh, I heard the one that he did was really good. I, I haven't seen that one, but... 
watched some funny ones last yeah. night. I, I always forget that I enjoy that show. It's one of those shows that's like, oh, yeah, that exists. And yeah. then I put it on I guess, and you're like, yeah, it's funny. Man, why don't they fucking e- email me? So also our friends at Mass Effect, they also have a Gen Con panel, too. <laughs> <laughs> why don't they fucking email me? <laughs> Whatever. It's okay. Whoops. Now I seem like the asshole who doesn't care. Oh, boss. Uh, oh, boss. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Never mind. <laughs> uh, are you finally moved in? I mean, we don't have AC. Still? Yeah, it's 100 degrees outside today. Oh, my God. Wow, Why really? don't you come live here? <laughs> it's, I mean, I have a bed. Look, we have like a fake, you know. I, re- I really don't want to sleep here. <laughs> Another person. You don't want to cuddle up a kaiju? You said, look, we have like a fake, and like, is this supposed to make me want to be here? <laughs> Yo, old place people used to sleep on the oh set, remember? Yeah. <laughs> I, if, if it gets too bad, I, I might come. But oh, no. It took Lucas quite I'm a while to day. man up the courage to, to, to just like drop that truth bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sleep here, man. I don't want to sleep here. Should, man. We, should we like. Upgrade survival skills, bring it back, and then we're just like hacking together like robots and machines. Like we'll make an AC for you. If you want to make me an AC and you get it done before the other guy, yeah. <laughs> if you can get it done before my landlord, then yeah, let's let's oh do my it, God. dude. Maybe we could beat your landlord at making you an AC. It's not Probably. that hard. We can make you a cooler AC. No problem. Remember, we're, yeah. we're watching. I don't know if you were there it's for that part. It's a fan in front of like a dry ice bucket. We were watching uh, <laughs> Alex the French guy cooking. Mm-hmm. And he remember he hacked mm-hmm. his uh, his oven, his pizza oven, because it, it like couldn't Overheated, go past a certain, yeah. certain temperature, then it would overheat. Yeah, he loves you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could also go to Target and get you like one of those window things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor Lucas. He just looks so defeated. Oh. Yeah, he literally could be living in the RV. I mean... Well, not now. Not now. We just yeah, parked we, it today we, yeah. in storage, but we're yeah, we could have put it on the street for facility, him, and yeah. he could have just been living out of the RV. You know, we do have that thing that has drive, air conditioning. Drive his home to our <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because parking's now not an issue. Oh here. no, the parking is a huge issue now here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so, I'm like. Sometimes it's easy to forget that all like landlords are scum. Uh, <laughs> but it's not our landlord. It's the I mean, our landlord's still kind of scum. Property like, management. You know, there's like no rent forgiveness in this whole complex um, when COVID hit. And this property used to have valet, mm-hmm. okay? And they charge you a lot of money for valet mm-hmm. to park where you rent. Crazy expensive mm-hmm. to live. They pay, you have to pay to park through mm-hmm. your valet. Well, since COVID hit, the valet hasn't been here. Yeah. And it's just been like completely like, well, there's no valet. So I guess people just, you know, they're going to park. Wild West yeah, for parking. Uh, it's going to park. And t- it's and it, my car. And it's been fine. Yeah. Like, it's been fine. Yeah. Like, nobody's complained. It's been fine. Mm-hmm. And we got a call today from our um building like manager who we get along with really well and he's he's a cool dude and he was like where are you they're gonna tow your car (laughs) and uh luckily we were right there and they had just towed our neighbor's car and the neighbor came out and was like yelling about it because what had happened is that neighbor had an employee who had to fly home to take care of his parents because of covid oh and he left his car there and it hasn't been a problem nobody's cared it's an empty parking spot 
Nobody gives a shit. I mean, I've walked by that car and I'm like, I hope they're okay. No, I, I, yeah, that was I the know, only thing I, I was know like, who I it is. Right. Yeah. The Mazda, yeah. 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 So, and they towed it this morning. And, and they were about to tow. Uh, they were about to tow her sisters, and Malika yeah. got it the hell out of there. And uh, and then, like, the neighbor and then the property manager were, like, in about to get in this shouting fight. So I just, like, hopped into my car that they were about to tow, and I, I took it to a car wash to make it look like it's been used. Yeah. But, of course, during COVID, you're not supposed to go out all the fucking time. So it looks like your car has been sitting there for a month because you live there. But yeah. that's the thing. They're now saying it doesn't matter. And there were just a, tr- just a stream of lies that came out of this property manager's yeah. uh, mouth whenever. Because I was out there, too, because they were about to tow Malika's car, you know. And the, this fucking property owner is just straight up lying. Like, that guy is, like, yelling at them and being like, why don't you ask? Yeah. Why doesn't anyone tell us that this is a problem? Mm-hmm. We could have easily moved the fucking car before you just towed it. And the guy was like, we've left notes on your car. We left tickets. And we sent out an email. And he's like, that never happened. And, also- and we were like, no, that never happened. And they also never left a note on her car. And another neighbor came out and was like, I never got an email. You never told – like, just straight up lying and we've tried buying parking spots, yeah. and they don't respond. No, they don't answer my voicemails. They don't answer my emails. I've tried like four times now. Like I've tried to give them money, but they're just too just aggressive. Don't, they don't of, pick up. Like, they just want to tow people's cars. But the thing that bummed me was the car that was towed. I know the owner is a recent grad from VFX school who came out here you know, to work that job. One of our neighbors is a VFX company. They also didn't say where they towed it. How, like anything, no, like it's how just is gone. he going to get his car back? No, no, yeah, no nothing. You. Just like absolute Jeez. horseshit. And now there's an overall question. And we're asking uh, the, the building manager that we're like close with, like, are they going to start towing other cars? Yeah, just and, whenever they and feel he was like, like Yeah, he said that they gave him a stack of parking tickets uh, for people who have paid weeks ago and they were going to tell him who to give them to but they haven't told him so they don't even know who has or hasn't and it's just like who gives a fuck your valet's not here there's no one here all the gates are closed yeah, who fucking cares? nobody cares it's just like exercising that like i have some power yeah. my dick is a little bigger i than feel yours. like oh, so frustrating they're jerks and they're bored during the quarantine. Yeah, they have nothing better and they're to do. like, oh, I guess this I is another exactly. way. Well, because the building, I can the, make money. The, uh, the building owners, uh, property owners, haven't come through here in so long. No. And they were here today, and I know exactly what happened. Because they are very rich, snobby people, they walked around the parking lot and they picked the two cars that had a lot of dust on them, and they said, tow those Why two. have they been here that long? And it was just because they had dust on but them. Also, Other cars have been here just as long. Also. They're not giving a ticket to the Bentley. You know what I mean? No, it's true. It's the Mazda and the Toyota. The Land Rover that's been parked there for a month. No, you know, no, it's fine. Mm. It's just the two cars that had dust on them and were older or like tow them a out. Threat. Yeah, it's so fucking dumb. And it's infuriating to just encounter people who just straight up lie like that, too. Of like, we left notes on your car. It's like, no, no, you haven't. There's not been. No. <laughs> No, you have not. That's just a straight up lie. You haven't even been through here and nobody's asked anything. I I hate people like that. It's so sad that like when you're going through all this and everyone's hurting and it's just like, oh, you can hurt a little bit more. You know, fuck you. Yeah, like, have some compassion. We have power over like you. there's a pandemic right now. People are losing their jobs. Yeah. They're getting sick. 
Well, it's you like know? our neighbor was so mad. He's like, that's my employee. And he had no, he had to like fly home in a, in a rush. Yeah. And like in the, and the, our neighbor was like, I have two units from you. I rent two of these spots. He's been here for like 12 years. Yeah. He's like, I've lived here 12 years. You could have fucking emailed me. You could have just asked, but nothing. Just tow it. It's so infuriating. So infuriating. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm like not an angry Yelp reviewer, but I'm trying to figure out what I can do. Like it's so <laughs> upsetting. Well, if you, lo- if you look it up on Yelp, there's a lot of really oh, bad well. reviews yeah, already. I know. Oh, I know. I looked at it before we moved in here and I was like, okay, I trust you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People hate the building owners. Mm. Yeah. They're, uh, they're dicks. I mean, they just it's are. Terrible. They're just that we've tried doing things the right way and they don't respond and then yell at you and you're like, dude, we've been trying to give you money. <clears throat> Come on. <laughs> you Guys, already you take so much. You can't win in L.A. Nah, man. No. It's hard. It's hard. And the fact that there has been no rent forgiveness in the city. I mean, there was another report today that, like, how many people are probably going to be homeless at the end of July because that's when the protection ends. It's just. Oh, man. November is going to be wild. Oof. Huck, <sighs> you got any thoughts? You've just been hooting and hollering all day. Any thoughts on the matter? No? Aww. I thought you had a little bit more to contribute to this conversation. Aww. It's uh, pretty messed up, Puck, what you just said. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's cool, man. You got any snacks for me? <laughs> <laughs> You're just like George R. Binks. <laughs> so what else do we got to talk about? Well, today we're going to be playing Monopoly Warhammer Edition that's on true. Don't Pass Go. Uh, on Tuesday, we're going to be doing the second part of The Matrix. The not the second movie, the second part of the first movie script. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to be playing Scooby Doo Escape from the Haunted Mansion, which is an escape room in a box, which is I think very interesting and fun. Thursday, Zach won't win at Warhammer, and Friday, I put on the schedule surprises. Nice. (coughs) Wow. I I just want to remind. I know. I just I was so surprised by Uh, what she said. Emily also said she was down to play Last of Us, but she can only do it on Friday this week. Oh, okay. She was going to do today, but she uh, has some writing stuff to do. Okay. The, uh, I just want to remind everybody, I won Magic uh, last Wednesday, and I won Warhammer on Thursday. <clears throat> Damn, he's going to drag you all through the mud with that one. And, uh, you know, you can talk as much trash as you want, but I do have the best record, so. It's like that, huh? Uh, you know, I just, I, I, I just hear all this trash talk, and I just, you know, like. Well, it was a pleasure kicking your ass at Monopoly. Respect. <laughs> oh, you mean Lucas? I mean, because I'm pretty sure Lucas won that game. He did, but it was it was so nice to not to not have to listen to you for the second mm, half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> and we've got some new incentives tonight for uh, Monopoly that will be really fun. And we tried to Warhammer it up a little bit more, uh, so it's going to be really fun and over the top. And we talking about how I won Monopoly last week? Yeah, we were. <laughs> I really won really hard. I won really hard. Really fucking hard. Nobody thought you could, so good on you. I thought I could the whole time. I was like, I got this. Really? Even when you were down to like $3? Mm -hmm. I was like, I own some good properties here, and I'll unmortgage them when it's time. Dude, what an inspirational, hopeful just, uh, I'm just a gamer. What can I say? (laughs) All right. So, uh, Davlin tweeted at me. Over the weekend, this, um, you know, somebody had just kind of spilled their thoughts on Twitter about um, assumed friendships, yeah, from Davlin. 
uh, blah, 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 blah. Basically, the issues of assumed friendships on social media. And basically, they're, they're talking about... Um, I'm referring to when you give your time, money, comments, and interactions with people. Makes it feel like I'm supporting my friend. Then you talk to them, in quotes. They respond to you, do an activity with them on their stream, event, or Discord. Because we get this social interaction, it feeds us and a part of our psyche that we need to have for the most part. We begin to think of them as a friend or someone we can rely upon and trust in. We support them and expect the support of a friend in return. We want them to be in our lives as much as we see them in in their lives, if not more. We assume certain rights and privileges as friends that we don't with random pe people or even coworkers. This can cause misunderstandings or incidents to happen that can cause pain, misery, and violence in extreme cases. The internet has seen boundaries disappear quickly in record time. This has allowed this has allowed for this to accelerate the process to dangerously to dangerous levels quickly. There's some grammar stuff with this. Well, you know, Davlin yeah. wrote it. Oh, okay. Um, but I think it hits on something that we discuss internally a lot, but we don't discuss publicly with our community. And he was like, what are your thoughts on this? And I'm like, I have to, I, this is a lot more than just a, um, like I can just put two tweets out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, th I thought maybe it'd be. Well, do you have something to say now? You just brought it up. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I think boundaries are extremely important. And mm -hmm. Zach and I have been doing this for a long time. And we have navigated uh, very specific boundaries that make us feel comfortable. And sometimes those boundaries are different. So sometimes we check in with each other. And it's the same with, as the team, especially because, you know, we live with each other. And then even at the old house, we, we would include Bert in these conversations of what kind of boundaries make us feel comfortable, right? Because what is it? The average person can only like really care about 25 people. And I even find sometimes I'm spending more time with certain community members than my own f friends and family. Um, so I have to kind of always check in and always check in with those boundaries. But I think for the most part, uh, the main crew here at Hyper RPG has a very um, intuitive and strong understanding of boundaries. And I think we as a team have very strong communication skills in communicating those boundaries where, okay, this is, you know, uh, a certain limit here or there. You know, are you comfortable with doing this or that at certain events? Um, and it's, it's tough because I, I feel a little guilty in some parts because I do use, like, hey, our friends, our family, we've used hashtag ThumperFam since the start of hyper rpg um and it's not like i don't care but at the same time i don't know how many concurrent viewers we have it's a lot for me to care for like a couple hundred people all at the same time so i don't know i mean it's interesting mm -hmm. because you know like i am better friends with some of our community yeah members for sure than people in real life yeah um, and that's just from time yeah. and years mm -hmm. of first knowing them online, then getting to know them in person, mm -hmm. uh, and spending time with them outside of stream. Uh, and, and I do think that that's a unique situation sure. and very different than say a random person who likes a tweet or a random person right. who comments right, on right, YouTube. Right. Um, it, it is different. Sure. Uh, but it, but it is hard to define those boundaries right. sometimes. It is. It very is. Very hard. I mean, at the same time, though, I'm 
a fan and a supporter of so many online content creators that I feel closeness to that I've never met in person. I haven't even tweeted at them. Um, but I recognize I, I'm a fan of them. Like I'm a fan of an actor or singer or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, I experienced that a lot with a lot of creators on YouTube that I watch. You know, some of them I've been watching for. Yeah. You grow up with a, them. a decade. Yeah. Some of them, you know, like Philip DeFranco, for example, I've been watching him since like 2010 and I met him once at Comic-Con or twice actually. He was really, really cool. And yeah, after a certain point, you kind of feel like, oh, it's a, it's a buddy. It's an acquaintance, especially if you've met them once before or you're connected through people in the industry. Like, you know, like we're connected to so many people who are really well-known, kind of well-known or, you know, or everything in between really. So it's, it is sometimes mm -hmm. tricky to like navigate that, but I think it's, <clears throat> it is important for every person to kind of have their own personal boundaries, you know, and then like for us, like as a group, you know, we have, uh, I'm sh you know, we have like what we consider maybe like our corporate boundary, I guess. But then like we all have our own boundaries too of like what's, what's like crossing the line, what's not, how do we maintain that? Um, there's a lot of interest. It is like a really interesting conversation to have though, because it's true. Like there are community members that we've become like friends with outside of streaming. Oh yeah, and some of them I like way more in person than their online persona, Uberbaldi. Yeah, I like Uberbaldi yeah. more in person than in, in the internet. What are you doing, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, dude, what are you doing, dude? <clears throat> hey, thanks for all your Blu-rays, though. <clears throat> no, Uberbaldi's great in person. Yeah. His Twitch personality can go fuck itself. <laughs> Good dude, though. Oh, Uberbaldi. Good dude. But I, I find that I like a lot of people more in person because, you know, we all play these, like, performative characters of ourselves. Yeah. You know? And sometimes it's interesting to meet people who went behind the camera are one way and you meet them in person. And you're like, oh, you're kind of not what I expected. Yeah. All right. Don't and and I think Daphne again's yeah. kind of like final, like I like what yeah. he said at the end. Go into it because you want to support creators and individuals, mm -hmm. not trying to become a part of someone's life to fill your own. No, yeah. I, completely I think that's, agree I think with that's that. really yeah, important. Yeah. And I think it's about your intention. Yeah. Uh, you might be surprised along the way if you're just trying to be a part of a community and not trying to like – fill that void of friendship that you yeah. need. Uh, you know, I think there's other places you should probably go for that. But you might be surprised <clears throat> along the way that something could turn into that. But if you go into yeah. it looking for that, you're going to be creating kind of a false narrative mm -hmm. around uh, those interactions that could uh, make it very uncomfortable yeah. for that individual. Mm -hmm. And I've experienced that. I've had people, you know, who have come up to me at cons, and it's usually Critical Role fans, that will just start talking to me a certain way. And I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking, you know, yeah. and, and I, and I think we've done a good job at hyper of talking about those boundaries and, and showing oh, there them. You go. I see Devlin in the chat now. Yeah. Um, and, and because I've noticed a difference between the hyper community and how they talk to us at cons mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. how we interact versus say the critical role community who interacts yeah. with me at cons. And, and it's just, it's very like, uh, ee, mm -hmm. you know, like, because uh, you know Distance. like talking to me isn't going to get you closer to mercer sure. yeah. Yeah. yeah you know it's like I, I yeah i've i've had that too and that's made me very uncomfortable which was feeling like certain fans have approached me especially in conventions it's one thing if it's online I'm like whatever i'll just ignore that person uh in person to like w want to be adjacent to somebody else mm -hmm. you know yeah I feel pretty... That, <clears throat> that has happened to me a couple times, and I, I just don't yeah. like it. No. I feel pretty lucky that, you know, because I've been doing the YouTube stuff for a few years now, a lot of the people that started following us on Superhero News and came over to Hyper Heroes, 
they've been around for a long time. So when we meet them at cons, it almost feels like an extension of the relationship you have with them online. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you're friendly with each other on Twitter. And when you see each other, you kind of just, like, pick up the conversations you have online. Yeah. But I've never had someone from that community, like, cross a boundary. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've always just been, like, super and friendly. I, and I think our, yeah, I think yeah. our community has been really great about yeah. that. Where it's like, yeah, you might see where certain of your favorite creators are hanging out. Don't go there unless it's a public invite. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. You know, like... Yeah, Run on Chain is a perfect example of that. Yeah, go mm-hmm. to the meetups. If you see that they're hanging out a certain place, uh, if they didn't invite, mm-hmm. don't go. Even though you might have that online personality and interaction, uh, go through the right channels. And I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, and, and I... Uh, I yeah, sorry. I was going to say, especially if it's a female creator. Yeah, I, w- I was going to say, yeah, there's that. And then, okay, so with our fan meetups, one of the boundaries that we set is uh, a time limit. So yeah. if it's three to four at room blah, blah, blah at Gen Con, it's three to four at room blah, blah, blah to Gen Con. It was nice to meet you. Sometimes, you know, what's really sweet is I meet your whole family. Yeah. You know, like I, I've met many couples who talk about how they experience or even couples with children, how they experience our content. And it's so touching. And year after year we go to Gen Con. I've seen some of those children grow up, which mm. is I feel a lot of closeness. But still, we have to respect these boundaries where, OK, this is the end of the meetup time. I'm going to go do whatever I was going to do. Yeah. You go do what you're, you know, and it doesn't mean I hate you or don't like you, but it's just like it's a different <clears throat> relationship. We yeah. didn't go to school with each other. You know what I mean? Like. And um, I, I am very wary, you know, especially with our female creators, because I'll, as you see in gaming, it just kind of imploded. And all of that, most yeah. of it comes at, at and, conventions. And we, and we have seen mm-hmm. this in our community. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to name people, but we have seen Hovering. people treat female hosts that work with Hyper different than they treat us. And that's when it gets to a place where it's like, okay, this is not okay. And that's where I think those boundaries are extremely more important because we have seen that happen even in the hyper community. And it's, it's unfortunate every single time that happens. And, you know, I think it's like it constantly needs to be reminded that, like, you know, if someone's nice to you on the Internet, yeah. they're being nice to everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's important that you don't create a narrative in your head that there's something more there that can lead to a very uncomfortable interactions yeah. and situations. Yeah. I, I, you have to be really careful with that. And yeah. then, and then additionally, <laughs> and this is, this is some, this is a tough conversation that Zach and I have multiple times, all the, like not all the time, but like we're always checking in on this issue in that we, you know, like I'm not a kink shamer here. I'm very sex positive And, um, you know, I support my other creatives, some of them who do some adult work. Mm-hmm. Right. And it is part of their brand strategy and their persona to kind of like leave the door open, you know? Right, a very fine line. Right. There's Mm -hmm. a very, very fine line. And I worry for everybody involved. I worry for um, followers who don't see those boundaries because they're just so thin now. And I also worry for that creator. But here under like the hyper roof, we're pretty firm because – you know, we're like mom and dad personality. We're trying mm-hmm. to protect everybody. You know, this is uh, something I learned from our attorney that contracts save friendships. There's also social contracts that yeah. we have, you know, with you guys in the community. Like I say, um, you know, if there's a meetup time and that time frame is now over, the, the event is now over. You know, it, even like when you talk to your dog, you know, training your dog, 
you know, they say a great practice is to train your dog. Okay, playtime's over. All right, right now we're going to play tug of war. All right, playtime's over. You get your treat. Good, good boy. You know, like, <laughs> and not to say that our followers are like, you know, puppies, but like boundaries can help create better, they can. more enriching, longer lasting relationships mm -hmm. and yes. human interactions. And, and I know that there's a really tricky place to navigate on the internet. And honestly, I can't even, sometimes I think about how, awkward I was as a teenager, how lonely I was, how ignorant I was, and how desperate I also was for female attention and not understanding what healthy female attention was because I was surrounded by toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine me being a 14-year-old and being able to sit in someone's chat room and talk to them personally while they're on Twitch. And I, I can understand why those boundaries can be very hard and blurred because I, I can't even imagine how my 14 year old brain would have handled that. And I probably would have been exactly that like young boy that if that person said my name and called me out, I would have been like, Oh my God, she's into me. You know, like I yeah. would have been that 14 year old ignorant boy. And so I, I do think there's a lot of education that needs to sure. happen on these things because interactions happen differently now, especially yeah. in the time of COVID yeah. than they did years ago. And but, we don't talk about it. Much. Um, I guess the final takeaway is, yeah, I agree with Davlin because uh, that final sentence, go into it because you want to support creators and visuals, not trying to become someone a part of someone's life to fulfill your own. And additionally, communication is key. If you're unsure, just ask. Hey, nice to meet you, Malika. Is it okay if we have a hug? Or, you know, sometimes people ask us, hey, I would Don't love... Don't even fucking ask me, because it's just going to be really awkward for both of us. Don't even ask. I, hug, I hugged oh. Zach once, and it was real weird. Or, like, somebody, you know, sometimes people are like, hey, can we have your mailing address? And I said, yeah. no, we have a P.O. box, right. you know, so I'm able to establish that boundary. I don't get mad at people for asking. No. I do. You know don't I mean? fucking ask me, <laughs> because now you just put us in a really awkward situation where I'm going to go, No. <laughs> And then it's just fucking weird. And this has happened many times. Don't ask. You're asking because you know me well enough to think that I should probably ask. And if you know me well enough that you think you should probably ask, don't fucking ask. But what if it's Naeem? Well, na well drunk Naeem's different. Like <laughs> I didn't even say drunk Naeem. I just said Naeem. Oh, drunk. Well, see, regular Naeem doesn't hug me. No, uh, regular Naeem does <laughs> not hug anybody. <laughs> drunk Naeem won't get his goddamn hands off my chest. And I'm like, God, Naeem, what are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just loving up on me. I'm like, come on, dude. But he's also like, just like so grateful to be yeah. like friends. Yeah. <laughs> Love name. Love name. Uh, but you know, just just ask. ask. You know, yeah. sometimes people are like, hey, I'm in town. Can we meet up? And you know, I'll I'll say no, or you may be in this public place or something. You know, so it's fine. It's fine to ask. Yeah. You know, and don't be hurt if I say no. That's like to protect our yeah. relationship. I mean, and also, like I've had. I've had one or not, not many, but like maybe one or two people ask me of like, oh, you guys, you, you guys maybe like want to do a meetup. I'm in town. Da, 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 and I'm like, I could have maybe tried to like schedule something out like weeks ahead of time. But you asking me the day before, yeah. it's likely not going to happen. And, and this and is it's something not like it's it's nothing against anybody. It's just yeah. like we usually like yeah. plan our life out. I, I feel weird sometimes talking about this a little bit because I don't want people in our community to think I that know, this is a problem within our community. Right. It's not really. No. This yeah. is one of the best. Yeah communities i've been a part of yeah. at respecting these boundaries no, yeah uh, people almost. walk by cons and like they're like oh hey nice to meet you i'm so and so or i'll get a tweet of like i saw you on the convention floor i didn't want to bother you and say hi i was yeah. like oh you should have just said hi i get those yeah. but it, you know it's as simple as like 
You know, the God, same don't, way. Don't meet Brandon Winfrey in a Target parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> which one? How do I, which oh, one? No. Tell me where. No, wait. The one where they sanitize everything or the one they know? The no hope one. If no. Brandon Winfrey hits one. you up and says, let's make a deal in a public place, don't do it. No, don't run away. <laughs> make a U-turn. <laughs> um, but just, just ask. And, like, if you see me in person, you know, it'd be like, hey, Malika, watch Hyperforce. Big fan. And I'll be like, rad you know yeah. and that's it you know i'm not i don't hate people but yeah i you know value my privacy because we do share so a much lot. of ourselves on the share we so shared much. our wedding you know yeah. like i once had a fan ask me we were at a at a i think it was like a collider meetup and he was like a fan of the schmodown and we started talking about the industry and all the stuff and he wanted to get into the industry and then he was like do you mind if i get your phone number so we can stay in contact no and i literally froze and i was like what do i do you say no. Oh, I was like, well, this was like years ago. This is before, this is like really in the early stages of like me being a YouTuber. So I didn't really like know how to like yeah. navigate that. Yeah. And I was like, do I or don't I? Is this like crossing about? Like, I don't know. So I was like, I'll give you my email. Yeah, so I, I always did that. I was like, I, uh-huh. I, I don't know. Sometimes it's like tough when you're not used to that, used to being in that world. You don't really know <laughs> what to do. God damn it, Brandon. What did Brandon do? <laughs> I used to be 15 meeting randos on Craigslist. So uh, dumb. Uh, guys, you know what's a miracle? Brandon Winfrey's alive today. Yeah. I worry That's about Ameri- you. When you look for hope in the world and you want to like feel like things could turn out okay, <laughs> Brandon Winfrey, still alive, still kicking. <laughs> There's hope in the I world. I mean, like, look, DMs are open, you know, like <laughs> you can message me on Discord. I don't have to open up additional channels. That's mm. how I like, okay. I feel like we're pretty accessible. Yeah, already. we're so accessible. I am like hyper I said, available. It's, it's weird to talk about this because I don't feel. Yeah. No. That I get more worried sometimes about female hosts that we work with because yeah. I think they often get more of it and there should be more education to them and the community members that reach out to them, uh, you know, and I, I think us in particular, we don't experience it much and the community is really great yeah. and it hardly ever happens. It really does hardly ever happen. I we saw, th- I think I might have to it. go. We encountered this stuff a lot more at Geek and Sundry. That's for sure. But, um, nice seeing you. Yep. That was fun. It, it is actually, yeah. I guess, uh, four o'clock. So it's time for us to get dumb. Oh, we're going to play that game. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. You guys got some relationship goals. We're going to play uh, human fall flat again. We're going to see if we can beat it. We're going to beat Do it today. Do you honestly think you guys can beat that game? No. Uh, well, not, <laughs> not But is it fun? Today. Absolutely. We made it to like, we made it to like level three. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Uh, yeah, and that was really fun. After that, we will be playing Monopoly Warhammer Edition. And we have all sorts of fun stuff all week long. I, I You know, Malika's going to be cooking. We'll have some family dinner time. I think on Wednesday, we're going to be playing a Scooby-Doo Escape Haunted Mansion. That's right. You do an escape room, I and then uh, and then I'm gonna kick everyone's ass in Warhammer again on Thursday. It's not and, gonna happen. Uh, no, I think we're gonna do an objective-based game this time. Did you uh, see Bert's post? Because he had some good mm-hmm. ideas. Yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll probably just do what Bert sent us. I like the one where it's like you have a character and or uh, and if they die, you're just out of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be good too. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have it's gonna be a, a bit different this week for the game. Yeah, it'll be interesting, and I'm excited to figure out how to still win. <laughs> it's not going to happen. The Necrons have a cool ability. One sec. I'll be right back. <laughs> Wait, are you about to spill your secrets? <laughs> are you about to spill your beans? Good. Please tell me your strategy now so I can form a counter strats, strategy. Strats, 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 strats. Yeah, give me one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to love this, and I'm going to build the game around it. <laughs> 
Oh, okay, cool. I've been helping you guys because I want to get you into the game. Oh, you've been but helping you me? Absolutely. You've been helping me? Absolutely. You handed me armies and you were like, I don't know what these does. I don't know what the synergizes does. I always remind you to roll for fucking disgusting resilience. <laughs> I don't have to do that. Uh, uh, the Necrons have, where is it? Mm-hmm. They have some sort of thing where they like automatically, they just control. Um, they have, nah, I don't know where it is. <laughs> I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm going to win though. <laughs> uh, it's good they, times. Like, they it's automatically times. control an objective if they just have one guy next to it. Mm. Rather than like their whole army. Okay. Yeah. So, well, one of Bert's ideas was an objective base. It was to where you have like a hero character, and if that character dies, you're out of the game. Mm -hmm. So it's like protect the character. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, we're gonna be taking a real quick commercial break to set up for some gaming. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. back. <laughs> 